You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. to quiver the green arrow podcast for the ninth episode of season eight green arrow and the canaries directed by tara meal and uh written by beth schwartz mark guggenheim jill blankenship and oscar balderrama i am one of your hosts michael cohen and i'm your other host amanda conkin this is the penultimate episode of arrow not just this season the whole the series whole thing and it's actually the first episode <laughs> Of Green Arrow and the Canaries, so it's kind of, yeah. it's kind of a weird thing. Um, it's also the first episode I've watched in a real long time that I'm excited to watch again. <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah, this episode was it great. It is fun. It was awesome. It is um, so fun. I will be disappointed if this doesn't get picked up to series yeah. because I I want to watch this show, mm-hmm. and I especially the thing that was so much fun about watching it last night was as I was watching it and going like, I love these three characters together. I love this dynamic. I love that everybody else that we love from the future is still there. Um, All that stuff is present. And if it gets picked up, I don't have to podcast about it. I can just watch it at my own pace when I feel like watching it, just like I do with Legends, just like I do with Supergirl. Now, because of post-crisis and everything, I... Supergirl on Sunday night Crystal and I watched a bunch of TV and and then she went to bed and I was like okay I still gotta watch Star Wars Resistance so it was like 11 o'clock and I start watching Star Wars Resistance um, and I, I, I watched that and I finished it and then because I was in the PVR already I saw that Supergirl was there and I had seen on Twitter that there was uh, something exciting happened in the new episode of Supergirl with Brainiac five. And, uh, and I was like, it's 1130 at night. (laughs) I have work tomorrow morning, (laughs) but because a, I wanted to know what the status quo was post crisis. And it's the first show that's out of the gate. Um, actually maybe it's not, maybe Batwoman was on before it, but, um, I'm trying to not uh, maybe I think it was because I think that there was like the next time on right, right. at the very beginning. But um, I was like, I don't watch Batwoman, so I don't care. But I was like, OK, so this is the, like new Supergirl. I'm really curious. And Supergirl is definitely the most affected by it because Lex is right. Everybody loves Lex now. <laughs> He's messed with the universe, rewritten it. <laughs> And now everybody loves Lex and she has to work for him at the DEO. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm definitely in, uh, to watch this. So I watched that and then we watched, I watched Arrow last night. <gasps> what? Is Brainiac 5 the old guy that used to be on the show, but got possessed and is now Brainiac 5? Is it the same actor? Is that the same guy? No, no, no. Okay, no, good. No, I'm no. just, never mind. Sorry. Um, I'm not watching. No. Carry on. No, it, it is not Winslow shot. Okay, good. I. Uh, 
and then last night I watched Arrow, and then obviously after Arrow is uh, Legends of Tomorrow, and as everybody knows, Legends is my favorite because Sarah is my favorite, and so I said to Crystal after I was done, she she kind of sat down in the last like ten minutes of Arrow, and uh, and I, I we watched something else. I think we watched an episode of Stumptown. Which I, which if if people aren't watching Stumptown, Stumptown's really really good. It's I, uh, um, I, uh, I, uh, uh, oh Kobe God. Smolders. Co- Kobe Smolders. Yeah, are you watching it? Have you been watching no. it? It's it's really good. She's basically a private investigator yeah. in Portland, yeah. and uh, I mean, it's it actually cool. it's based yeah. off of a comic book. Nice. Um, it's really good. I really like it. I but so we watched an episode of that, and then I. And then I was like, look, I'm watching Legends. I don't I don't care. Like I'm overruling anything else. I, I want to watch Legends. So I put it on and uh, she was like reluctant. Like she didn't want to watch it. And so she was pretending like she was on her phone the whole time. But then ridiculous stuff would happen and she was like, What? What is what is happening on this show? And I was like, Yeah, this is the best show. Um the the season premiere was completely ridiculous. Um so yeah, like like this week so far, I, I don't know. Is was there an episode of The Flash this week as well? There must have been. Why are you asking there must me? Have been. <laughs> Good point. I know nothing. Good point. <laughs> I haven't heard anybody talk. But what about did you the say Flash. about Supergirl? So what did they reveal? Brainiac Five. I don't want to spoil it for people. Oh. It's the end of the episode. Like, there's a big deal with Brainiac 5. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, okay. On the podcast. If you want to know, I'll tell you after we're done recording. But I am I don't want to spoil it. Google's not helping me, so I, I feel like if I wanted to spoil it for myself, I couldn't. So um, maybe I should pay more attention, too. Maybe you should be current on shows and just watch them. I know. If you care. Uh, uh, is I, the flashback? I do, kind of. Is the flashback? Was uh-huh, it? flashback. Uh, no, anyway. the Flash doesn't come back until February fourth. <gasps> Whoa! Wow, interesting. Because they got to deal with the fallout on all the other shows. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. Wow, that's like that's still a couple of weeks away. Um. Oh, I guess okay. That makes sense. Once Arrow is done, the Flash will air in that spot, and then Legends uh... will air after it. Because before the break, it was Arrow. No, it was Flash, and then Arrow would air after that. Right. So, so this, Arrow no. got moved up an hour. Right. And actually, I don't. There is no Legends episode next week either, because next week is the whole night. The whole Tuesday night is Arrow. Um, oh really? Oh yeah. man, it's a whole two-hour episode. No, it's a one-hour series finale episode, which okay. will just be a depressing uh, clip uh, show because they have no money. Episode. <laughs> but there's like a there, there's like a. a Behind Free the scenes feature oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. thing that'll cool. probably air before that. Um, Going out with a bang. That's yeah. Uh, uh, well, I think that this was the bang, and I think that yeah. next week will be the whimper. But it, it, it I don't. I don't think that next week is going to be a lot of fun. No. I think it'll be the last episode of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing about next week that that we might have some fun with is that Felicity is back. Um, Rory is back. Rory is back. I'm so excited. Roy is there with his robot arm because his arm oh, got yeah, cut off before right. the crossover, if everybody remembers. I totally forgot. Um, yeah, well, because it happened before the crossover, <laughs> right? right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, like they had to chop his arm off right. with a rusty spoon or something. Yuck. I don't even remember. <laughs> it was not good. Um, who did it? Who had to do it? Diggle? 
Was it? Or the other dude. Was it Wild Dog? It might have been. Yeah, but it was gross um, and not fun. But the cool part is that now he has a robot arm. Yeah. Um, which, so the robot arm design is very similar to the robot arm design that Ollie had in the 2046 future timeline right. from Legends of Tomorrow. Gotcha. Um, so there's some cool stuff there. So there there will be some cool stuff, mm-hmm. but I think that mostly it'll just be a real big bummer about the fact that Oliver's dead, <laughs> which like, I don't know. Maybe I'm heartless. I don't care that he's dead. We've known for a year that he he's was going to die. And I guess to get right into the nitty gritty of this specific episode, yeah. it's good that he's dead because it opens up space for new awesome shows to happen. And I mean, this is, is like a great example of like I don't know what they did in this episode. Yeah. Um. Is and and actually like a nice little cool thing. I am just actually hot off the heels of already talking about this episode a little bit earlier today yeah. because as we've been hinting at a little bit is that if the show Green Arrow and the Canaries goes to broadcast and gets picked up that we'd like to continue Quiver the Green Arrow podcast, but Mike won't be on it. But mm. I will keep talking about it with some awesome ladies. In the so. same way that Stephen Amell is handing over the reins okay, sure. to. Uh, <laughs> to to uh, uh, the yeah. primarily female cast, yeah. I'm gonna step away so yeah, that I yeah. can just enjoy the show primarily. The, so it's mostly for my own yeah, mental yeah, health, yeah. <laughs> um, self care. But also, like we when we talked about it, yeah. I was like, I am a hundred percent behind the idea of you continuing with yeah, Quiver without cool. me, yeah. on the contingency that it becomes Thunderquacks all female yeah. podcast, Very right? Cool. Yeah. Um, which which I think thematically makes sense. Yeah. It just works. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so you actually, you've recorded something. I have. With... So I don't want to like repeat too much stuff yeah. because I think we're going to try to, much like this backdoor pilot happened in the You want to back, backdoor, backdoor pilot. pilot the podcast. So there might be some stuff that I talk about a little later, but one of the big things on that like I already got mm-hmm. to like nerd out about and discuss is that this seems like Arrow but it's different. Like there's yeah. enough of the world in the show that that if you connected with it and if you like Arrow, I feel like it's taking the best parts of Arrow and continuing them. Like the yeah. awesome action and the motorcycles and the all sorts of cool stuff. So I don't know. That's that end that Oliver was still there. Like his presence is still felt yep. by the show, but it's not actually necessary for him. Like the story can be told without him. Yeah. And I think that that's but and also we've had so much time to say goodbye to him that it's not sad anymore. Like in the way that Mia is like, this is what Oliver sacrificed himself for. He sacrificed himself so that I could just live my life and and be who I am. And I think that that's really cool to, to look at it that way, that that there is a reason why Oliver existed. The blood, sweat and tears that Arrow had allow us to get fun shows like legends of tomorrow and all of the crazy things they do on supergirl because it paved the way to be able to open those doors for other superhero shows so i think that's pretty cool yeah yeah i yeah let's let's check in with a couple of emails um before we we go further yeah which is good because it's Uh, now it's the new year yeah i guess we i guess we did technically podcast yeah we did but i wasn't here last we podcasted last week week, and yeah and and we did have an email last week but um 
Uh, AJ Johnson uh, writes in uh, with the subject line, this better get picked up with three (laughs) exclamation points. Uh, This made me miss season one and two of Arrow so much. (laughs) An episode like this shows what Arrow used to be able to do and either forgot or just stopped doing. The canary cries together, the laurel sass, the saving people while working together, all of it. The pilot was amazing, and as much as the CW loves to show their disdain for strong women-driven stories, uh, and then he says justice for wayward sisters. I, there was a show, it was a spinoff of Supernatural. Oh, Supernatural, yeah, 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 yeah. that's right. Um, I, I truly hope this breaks through. Looking forward to also listening to a podcast about this show, too. Woo-hoo. That's And he says, stay sharp, and that's from AJ. Uh, Yay! Yeah, agreed on all yeah, of those points. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And... Uh, it would be not in the CW's best interest to not pick the show up. Yeah. Like there's so much to love about it and to and like the it's not as if it's a risk. Like the CW there's yeah. so many spin-offs that have already happened directly from Arrow. So like, I'll say it like I don't want to count chickens before they've hatched and all that stuff, but this episode got the highest ratings of season 8. Yeah. With the exception of the crossover episode, yeah. Yeah. Um, which the crossover is kind of a different thing. Mm-hmm. So we remove yeah. that from the equation. We talk about this season. This episode like crushed. It mm-hmm. it did so well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no way that the CW is not going to pick this up. I would imagine that we actually get an announcement next week. Yeah. Um, cool. Probably. In the lead up to the series finale, that would be really cool to um, like to like get people like to stick around and to like. I think so. I th- yeah. I think I think what you'll see is like is is either next Monday or Tuesday morning, we will all wake up to the news that the show has been picked up. And I would be totally on board, even if it's just a half season order, because we've talked yep. about it a lot of times that these shows benefit from shorter seasons, yeah. especially like with Legends and all that stuff. Like it might just make sense that it's even just yep. like. Something yeah, that just gives it sure. a little bit of a shot and sees how it goes. So, yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. There, there's uh, there's some interesting stuff about the pilot that um, that I'll be curious to see um, how much of it they actually have planned out. Uh, we'll talk more about it when we're actually in it. But um, how many of the cliffhangers? Yeah, <laughs> it's like the the grave at the beginning of what was that season five Ugh, where they didn't uh, yeah. where they had no idea who was in the grave until later in the season and they they decided to put Laurel in it. Um, <gasps> this is something I haven't talked about. I didn't talk about on the other podcast. Kay. I want Felicity to be the her, the like. I want Felicity to be bad, the bad person in this. Oh, I want Felicity to be the villain in the future. I, that, they won't do it. They, I get that they won't do it. They can't do it. Yeah. Because Emily Betricker doesn't want anything to do I with know, this anymore. I know. Right? Like, because wh- because what happened? So, uh, Stephen Amell also did a podcast. Uh, I mean, it was released this week. He did Michael Rosenbaum's podcast Inside of You, and um, amongst other things that happened on the podcast, he has a panic attack in the middle of the podcast. Oh dear. Um, they recorded one part of it, the first thirty minutes in november and then he like 30 minutes in he has like a full-on panic attack and leaves oh, and then he came back a few weeks later and finished the episode oh. finished finished recording the podcast with with michael rosenbaum um it's a great podcast i mean like inside of you is a great podcast regardless yeah. michael rosenbaum is funny and he 
it's very disarming and allows people to like get comfortable and, yeah, and yeah. talk about stuff they normally wouldn't. Um, but I, it's a great podcast because you see this moment of vulnerability from an actor who uh, I think that we all would probably peg. And I mean, like Amanda and I have been in the same room as him and he was pretty self-assured and confident back in season two. So I uh, hearing him go through this uh, uh, on the tail end of, of season eight, was very, very interesting. Um, but he does talk about it that like they were contracted through season seven and he was done. Right. Season seven was supposed to be the end. Right. And then they came in basically 11, the 11th hour around the same time. It sounds like around the same time. You can remember last season we were like, something's off. Oh, These episodes are all like, sense. it's getting like, wonky. Like all of yeah. a sudden we were driving towards the end of the series and now these last few episodes feel Don't, weird. Like they're not, like yeah, the, they're like not the story yeah. beats aren't matching up with what's happening. Yeah. Um, and, and it kind of, it seems like it matches up with what he says in the podcast about like them coming to him and saying like, we want to do a season eight and then basically like coming at him and going like, here's more money and, and you only have to do half a season. <laughs> um, and, uh, and he says in, in the podcast uh, it would have been fiscally irresponsible for him to have said no, yeah. because yeah. just from a just from like a logic standpoint of like they were going to pay him X amount for the 22 episodes of season seven. Right. And then they were going to pay him Y to do an additional 10 right. in yeah. season eight. Right. And if he if you did the math on it and you broke it down, if you added the two seasons together and broke it down on a per episode basis. Yeah he was going to like get paid way more right, right. to finish out half right. a season right then yeah then yeah. to yeah so so he was like it, yeah it, it, it just made sense and then also it gave him the ability to do some fun stuff and and yeah. season eight ended up being a lot of fun but he also talks about like he had he was he had emotionally prepared himself for the end right and then all of a sudden it was like nope you're doing another half a year Right. And then he And so then again. he just yeah. kind of pushed through it and right. code eight happened and like all of this other stuff happened in his life. Right. And uh and and it just all kind of like came crashing down on him the week after oh, everything was done. Oh, which is yeah. when he the week or two weeks after it was right. which is when he was doing the podcast. It's yeah, it was uh it, it, it's a really, really great podcast. Nice. Um a really great episode mm -hmm. specifically to listen to. Um, and just hear somebody who portrays a superhero every week um, and not just a superhero, but a superhero who's very like, I don't need help from anybody mm -hmm. um, to hear him uh, speak in such like an open and vulnerable way mm -hmm. and to actually like literally like literally listen to him have like like the build up to and then have a panic attack on mm -hmm. a podcast. It was affecting like yeah. it was yeah. it was intense, but. Yeah, um, I don't. What was there something that like I led into that with? Or just, <laughs> I don't know. No, I just. I'm right. actually. I've been like actually listening. Usually when you go on tangents, yeah. I'm on my phone. I just realized that that was really engaging what yeah. you were just talking about because okay. I was like listening to you. I wasn't looking, sure because was you were just listening at, to me, listening and looking at you. And normally <laughs> it's like when you when you stop making noise and you just make eye contact <laughs> yeah. with me, it's usually because you're like. 
move away from this yeah, topic. No, but it's so no, like, this is a rare instance in which thanks. I was like, I'm interested in what you have to say. Um, Anyways, cool. Thank you for I, sharing that. Okay, before we jump into the episode, let's take this point to uh to to hear from the new quiver crew about green arrow and the canaries hello everybody welcome to the backdoor pilot podcast for the backdoor pilot episode of green arrow and the canaries um i am one of your hosts amanda conkin as you know on quiver podcast with michael cohen um but as we talked about it looks like if the future of arrow continues with this uh show as a all-female cast i want to keep quiver going and I want to do it with some amazing, awesome ladies. So with that in mind, I'd like to introduce some potential co-hosts for the future of the show. And as Arrow so gracefully put it, who are you, bitches? <laughs> yeah. I'll go first. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I, I'm Lacey Bogger. Some of you may or may not know me. I'm one of the hosts over on the Flash podcast. But I've been waiting what feels like my entire life for a, an all-lady superhero show to talk about. I mean... Granted, I loved OG Birds of Prey very much, but that was sadly a long, long time ago. And it's really upsetting to me that we've kind of had to wait this long to to really have this be a possibility again. So I am pumped. <laughs> I want to talk about lady superheroes doing lady superhero things and kicking ass in badass outfits. So let's go. And I'm Shadia Omer. I'm also an entertainment writer journalist. I like freelance everywhere. Um, you might find my, some of my articles at Denim Geek. Um, but I am really excited for the spinoff. Hopefully, it gets really it p- gets picked up uh, because you know, you know, who would who would want like an all girl um, superhero assemble? And they're all great um, at it as well. So um, let's just hope we get um, more episodes. You know, awesome. So um. Thank you both for um, joining on this uh, special little um, episode. Um, I had met Lacey actually at um, Comic-Con this year. So it was the first time. So we sort of knew each other and through DCTV Podcast, obviously with you on The Flash. I know um, Andy um, over at DCTV Podcast and The Flash Podcast, real big. As soon as we found out it might be a possibility for Green Arrow and the Canaries, I remember him like banging that drum and being like, let's start a lady podcast. Lacey, I know that you reached out and said if there was an opportunity to do one. And I just started thinking about it and and thought that that was so cool. Um, Shadia, this is the first time that I'm actually meeting you is on this podcast, mm-hmm. um, which is really cool. Um, but I think you were brought in by Lacey too. Um, and do you know each other from podcasting as well in the past or is it? Is this oh, no. I think we just follow each other because I just follow a lot of writers on Twitter. And you know how you just have like Twitter friends. So I think that was it. And I think Lacey, do you also freelance with um, Denim Geek? Do you I write? Do. Yeah. I do. I do. Telltale, and I feel right? like Twitter friends are real friends. Very. Oh, yeah. Thank God. yeah. I, I wrote for Telltale in the past and a lot of uh, the writers are really good friends of mine as well. So it's always a small world, you know, um, you know, you know, I mean, lady nerds have to stick together exactly. because there's exactly. not enough of us. Yes. Awesome. Well, I love that. And I think that um, to, to sort of dive right into it, one of the biggest things that I'm really excited about, and I mean, I've been podcasting about Arrow for eight years now, and mm-hmm. that they they 
haven't always done the most spectacular job of highlighting their female characters and <sighs> being really um, nice to them. And I will say one of the things that gives me hope about this series and what I really am looking forward to um, is that it does look like it really honored this. It leaned into the idea of here are three ladies. They are superheroes. They are awesome. They can kick butt. And I think that that is really positive. Like they gave them, it's not like they cheaped out on any of the effects. I think they did some awesome stun sequences. So all of that seems really positive to me. And I'm wondering if that's something you also saw as just a little bit different than what a normal Arrow episode is like. Yes, for sure. I I thought like just seeing them all together and work so well together. I feel like even the chemistry itself, um, they really just know how to like um, really take the scene and everything. So yeah, like how you said, it didn't feel like it was cheap or anything. It's just a continuation of the you know Arrow and like now we're seeing the Arrow ladies of the show. Oh my. Oh my gosh, I thought it looked great. Mm -hmm. I was really afraid, like, because the CW clearly spent so much money on Crisis that they (laughs) would maybe cheap out a little bit on this. And it would be like, look, the whole episode is just them in a bar or like something where they wouldn't have to like have more than one set or whatever. I thought it looked great when they had that power shot at the end where the building was like blowing up and they were all striking the hero pose. I was like, Hell yes, this is what I need on television. And I it was uh it looked so good. And I love too that it was not like they didn't try to make it the same sort of tonal it, it it felt like a piece of the arrow universe, but not like an arrow episode, if you know what I mean. Exactly. Because it didn't feel like they were women acting that they they felt like they were women who were also superheroes, mm-hmm. not superheroes who happened to be women, if that makes sense. Like they had really good conversations they had good everybody got like different moments together people were allowed to be strong and vulnerable so it was just really like i'm honestly like for what should it all for all intents and purposes be like a pilot we all know that pilots are kind of crappy sometimes like this was so much better than i expected it to be like it felt like it's amazing too it felt like its own sorry it felt like its own entity like it it felt like it was very refreshing to watch you know um and i think they did really well in really opening it so i liked it Okay. I think um, the thing, too, is that they took the things that are good about Arrow, because, I mean, I, I, for as critical as I am on Quiver about Arrow, <laughs> things that they do really well. And I will say, motorcycles is one of them. Uh, the costumes are usually quite good on Arrow, and that um, when they're when they're setting up like their fight scenes and those three things, just having all of those ladies on these bikes driving through this space and then ha- they're they're going down. Also, the like when you shoot the arrows and they slide down, like it, they took some of the iconic things that Arrow does really well, and then they made them work. So so it very is it very much is yeah. in the Arrow world. It's just sort of amplified and made a little bit more. I don't know. Interesting in my in my brain because it's a it's first of all it's an ensemble which I really like. That's something that I like in te- in television and that Arrow always wanted to be. But because it was so much about the Green Arrow, it was hard for them to do that. Mm. So I think this show or potential for this new show is that they can take all of the greatest things that worked about Arrow and find things that we wish happened in Arrow and mm-hmm. make it exist as its own show. And I think I, I saw parts of ladies that. talking to each other. 
it's possible. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's so good. And actually, one thing that's story related that I think would be interesting to talk about is the Bertinelli connection on this. Mm -hmm. Because you, um, as a Birds of Prey fan too, Lacey, I know that I think, um, because Helena is one of the Birds of Prey, is she not? Is Uh, that the or at least the, I know for yeah. sure in the Arrow universe she was Huntress. So, yeah. Okay. I, I feel like I, I I also I guess since we are technically in 2040, she since she was sort of of a generation with Oliver and everybody, she could have a kid. Who I'm assuming we're gonna see her again because that felt like a very heavy name drop to just yeah. have her be like somebody who got rescued and then never heard from again. Yeah. So I feel like that's like a nice connection to the original part of the story because I've thought for years that they should make a Birds of Prey show and I'm like they're never going to do it because of the movie because of all that other crap but like this is kind of close so we could just we could just sort of do it without calling it that which I feel like they sometimes do with like you know Gotham being a Batman show but without Batman and but it being a Batman show eventually or things like that where it eventually turns into what you want it to to be all along so there's some space for that. I think that that's cool too to be able to use those characters, but use them in new ways. Like that, it isn't necessarily Helena that we're focused on, um, but like a new generation of of heroes. Um, do we like when I was pre- um, speculating about this back when it was announced? I thought that the thing that made the most sense was to bring Mia into the past. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the decision to have it take place in the future and the and the other girls go there? So like having Laurel and. Uh, and Dinah in the future rather than in the past. I like I, it. Does it open up like I, I like I, I I do too. I think it was a good choice. I think especially after the crisis, it opens up a lot of new interesting like things where we're not stuck in the same world that we're used to. And the thing that I'm not scared about is that Legends does future stuff all the time and nobody seems to have a problem with it. I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but Mike speaks very highly of Legends. And so I Legends was, is amazing. Yeah. I still need to catch up. <laughs> That's the one I'm still behind on. But I hear it's really great. Is it going well so far? I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, it only just had its first episode of the new season last yeah. night, I, I think, or yes. tonight, like this week. And it's really good. Like, it's honestly, as much as I podcast about a different show and, and want to do more podcasts about other shows, I think it's honestly, like, pound for pound, the best DC show on the CW. So that's my plug for Legends. Mm-hmm. But uh, to the future thing, I was really against it. Like, before I saw this pilot, I thought it made a lot more sense to have it be sort of a piece of the universe with the rest of the shows but now I kind of like the the future they sort of I don't know whether to call it like it's not really an alternate reality but it kind of is I don't know I don't know I don't know how to refer to it but I like the kind of that they've that they've set up in this episode so I'm less against it than I was but it is a little like much to get used to like the sort of just subtle shifts of like me and William's relationship and, and just the little changes that 20 years of post-crisis, I guess, have caused. And I think I'm here for it though. I do like the idea that it separates, it separates the show from Arrow just that little bit more, right? Where it has all of the main things. Like I love the idea at the end that there's that head, the headline that Laurel's shows the, like the girl that, that failed the city. And I think that that really ties it in. Like, I just think that that's a really nice way to tie it into so many of the core things that make Arrow 
what it is, but mm -hmm. make it its own. Like it's, it's a different time. It's people that have been shaped in different ways. Even though we know them, they can be reset in our minds. And I think that that is a really cool way to, to create a show that, that, um, engages the audience that's already there. But something that we haven't maybe talked about is open up space for an audience that isn't already there. And that I think is maybe one of the things that black, um, like that, that green arrow on the canaries might struggle with is how do you get a new the audience audits. involved mm -hmm. in characters that have existed for so long? That's do a good you, point. <laughs> do you think that this opens that up though, a little bit in, in setting it in such a different place? I think it might. But I feel like majority of the, the viewers that might come into the show are people that watched Arrow from uh, before. Um, but I don't know. It might uh, bring in a lot of questions, especially people that haven't watched the show. And then they're coming into this whole new show. Mm, that's a good. I do good kind thought. of I do kind of like your take that maybe it does allow enough separation for people to be like, oh, OK, this is it. I don't need to have watched all eight seasons of Arrow to watch this because it's part of it, but not close enough that I need to care about most of the rest of that. And I wonder, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but for me, I know a lot of people who who kind of were very into Arrow at various points during its run, mm -hmm. but dropped off for whatever reason. Yeah. I wonder if if this sort of close but not exactly kind of thing might get some of those people back. That, that's my hope. I feel like there's enough in the intro that's blank slate that you can start from scratch. Like, I actually feel confident that I could show this episode to some friends that don't watch Arrow and that they would enjoy it. And I haven't, and I haven't in the eight years, there's maybe like a, a handful of episodes like Spectre of the Gun or like those really, really core episodes that I feel like I could, I could hook somebody with. But this episode, it, if, if nothing else, I feel like it does open up space for new people to be interested in the show. Yeah. Enough, enough of a way. So mm -hmm. that was something that, that was really keen for me. So agreed. <laughs> Apparently it did really well in the ratings. I was reading yeah, earlier. I think like a, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. like a season high for not crisis episodes, I think. Oh, nice. And I, I mean, I, that is really good. I'm, I think they did a, a good job of marketing it. I think that they supported their cast well as well. I think that like the support that the Arrow team had for the women on the show, like the, like, because looking at all of their Instagrams and all of their social media, that you could really tell that people want the world to continue that these, and there's already the support too. It's not as if they're just trying to spin off something and there's no precedent for it. There's such a precedent for Arrow creating standalone shows and i mm -hmm. don't see any reason why this can't especially with catholic catherine mcnamara because somebody oh yeah somebody one of the quiver listeners actually posted something on our facebook group where uh she had been watching a youtuber blog and the youtuber brought on a star of arrow and i used my little air quotes and she's like who's catherine mcnamara and why are they because people like fell off the show at like season six and so don't mm -hmm. know that the character exist yeah. but she has enough star power that she could also bring an audience to it that's outside of the the arrow oh, yeah well right she's not she's she, been a lead on shows before it's not as if there's a and I, not I have to tell i have to tell you shadow hunters the show that she was on on freeform has an incredibly like vocal dedicated fan base, fan base. Mm -hmm. like yeah. they are the like internet army oh my god show. yeah 
Yeah. They're really tight knit. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I, cause I like, I actually quite like the, cause the shadow hunters community is like, also it goes back, like there was like the films and stuff. So that, that, that audience will probably come with her. To, and I mean, probably already did come with her to a lot of the arrow, but this is a new, like it opens up a new, um, like a new opportunity to, to hook those, hook those viewers. So we might've gotten a lot of that in seeing her as the lead of a show. I think people would be behind her for that. So they've set it up really well in the past season of arrow that they, that they were leading to this. It does seem like a natural progression of the show and something that I feel confident that they could do well. And that's not always something I say about Arrow because I have my own criticism. <laughs> so, but that, but like that, this is really something that I'm getting behind, and it's, and so I'm just, I'm just keen to see it, to to see it move forward. So, which I hope, I hope happens. I hope happens. I'm honestly like so. I mean, granted, I really wanted the Superman spinoff too, but I'm actually a little bit salty that they greenlit that first. <laughs> I'm just like, it's right here. Give it to them. <laughs> yeah i mean i if if the show continues and i mean when if there is like a future of it do you are you feeling okay about the direction that that they've set up like now that you've watched the episode and you've processed it a little bit and we've chatted a little bit about it do you feel like you can get on board with the direction that they're going either one of you can chat to that I was trying not to like be like I'm gonna answer every question first (laughs) I don't want to be that girl but like yeah I really do I was very especially when I found out that they were gonna set it in the future I was a little bit apprehensive about how they were gonna sort of make that story work but I think they did a really great job giving all three of the main ladies like their own their own kind of arc groundwork I guess is the phrase I'm looking for like they are all there's enough questions about various things like why does Dinah not have an identity really anymore like what happened how is Mia going to deal with basically processing two separate lives colliding in her head and her fiance is maybe Deathstroke Hmm. 2.0 and I I am a little curious as to how sort of like William and Zoe and the 2.0 kind of Team Arrow fits mm-hmm. into this, but I don't think they don't fit into it. So I'm willing to just sort of see where it goes. But I felt really good about. I was shocked. I mean, I guess that they did this to be like, give us a show that they sort of did end this kind of pilot on such a, a overt cliffhanger. Because mm-hmm. if this show doesn't get picked up, we're never going to find out what happens. But I have hope they will. I think it up. sucks, but. <laughs> But maybe they're just very confident. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm curious to see how much they actually, if they do wrap anything up next week. I don't know. I feel like they've used all their budget. The season finale, series finale is going to be a clip show of like the past. They're just going to be at a bar drinking. That's going to be the finale. Isn't it crazy? Like the season finale is next week. It just hit me like a few days ago. I was like, oh my God, Arrow's done. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's, oh, it's, it's super bittersweet for me. I've got such a, a lot. lot. Uh, <laughs> I remember I was hardcore, like, arrow, arrow, and then I stopped for a bit, and then I uh, went back again, like, two years ago. So, uh-huh. I don't know. It's been a journey. <laughs> nice. I feel and like what, everybody who doesn't have to podcast about it on a weekly basis definitely <laughs> took, like, a season break I somewhere. took a break, yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> I eventually caught up, and I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be over. 
Mostly, yeah. I also just really want Best Schwartz to like have a CW job still. Yes. I think she's such a great showrunner. She's so yeah. great with female characters. Uh-huh. Like, I really just, I not only just want to see the show because it's a show I've wanted for a long time, but I want to see her do this show. I want to see her have a voice in this universe because I think it's super important. Yeah. I think that that's, yeah, that really speaks to something too. And I think that, that she deserves it after. I mean, if, if nothing else on this show like that is something that has has been great in how she's treated these specific women in their in their journeys in the last like not a lot happened in this eighth season aside from the crisis stuff because we were dealing so much with that so to be able to open up space to to really feature these women is really awesome so i i'm all for it let's do it i don't know i feel like we've chatted about a lot of different things is there any sort of final thoughts on the on the episode and on the future and I hope they just don't make us wait too long to find out if they're going to do it or not. I mean, I guess upfronts upfronts are probably when are they May? Yeah, so yeah. that's like probably the late. Like we'd have to find out by then, but that feels like a very long time from now. Give us more. Although it kind of also doesn't because I'm getting married in May, and it also feels like next week. So <laughs> there you go. Oh my gosh! I don't know. I think um, they did really well with this uh, pilot episode, and I really hope they take a ch- chance on it. Because I think it will really open up a whole another like you know fandom for it too as well in the future. So, yeah, just hoping we get more se- more episodes, at least the first season. Yeah, that'd be good. Awesome. Well, thanks for taking the time to chat with me on this uh, sort of special sneak peek on Quiver. Um, I think it's it's really cool. I hope that I mean we've got such an awesome community at Quiver um, already and I know that I'd love to continue to be a part of that community and 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 bring those listeners into a just some another awesome future with Green Arrow. It's such a cool property um, and the fact that they can shift it and shape it. Oh, and that we should speak to the really awesome thing that happened at the end of it where William's getting all the text messages from all the publicity asking if he's a Green Arrow and she's not. I think there's some really cool things that they're opening up on the on the show and um, I would be really, really honored and excited to continue the Quiver legacy with some awesome ladies um, and, and I hope I hope I get a chance to podcast with you both yes. again in the future on it. Yeah. We'd love to Me do that. Too. Thank you for having us. Group hug. <laughs> yeah. Group hug. <laughs> we're actually, no, like we're the, we're the group glass clinking. That's what we're doing. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ting, ting. Ting, 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 ting. <laughs> um, do you want to plug yourselves on social media? That is how we always do an outro for, um, for Quiver. So just in case people want to um, see some of your other work that you're doing, um, feel free to, to drop some if you have your, your hashtags or your handles. Yeah. I wish I had a hashtag. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. That w- That's very narcissistic. I'm not going to do that. But I no. am on Twitter. I'm at uh, Lacey MB. That's L-A-C-Y-M-B. I am a freelance writer. I write too many places to list here, but I always promote them on social media. So please be my friend. And uh, I'm one of the hosts of the Flash podcast, which is also a great time. So come give us a listen. That is awesome. And uh, like I said before, my name is Shadia Omer. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Shadia Writes, S-H-A-D-I-A-W-R-I-T-E-S, where I babble about all things TV and anything pop culture. Uh, you can always come say hi. Uh, you can find my articles at like, you know, Dead of Geek, Talk to Me Shuffle. Um, I'm also like freelancing everywhere. Um, it's been fun as always. But yeah, you can always find me on Twitter. 
Awesome. Well, um, thank you, Shadia and Lacey. It's been an amazing time. Um, and you'll listen to me continue to talk on Quiver, so I won't give you my post. But um, I, I don't know if you ladies listen to the, like for the for the ending. My I always say stay sharp arrowheads. So that is how I will end this little segment as well. Um, but you can also say it at the same time as me. Do we want to try this? We didn't try the outro before. I prepped so much except for the outro. So stay, stay sharp arrowheads is what we're going to say on three, okay? okay. One, two, three. Stay, stay sharp, sharp arrowheads. <laughs> it doesn't really work for you. That, that was terrible. <laughs> Thank, you for, listening. Thank yep. you for listening. Thank you for listening. Cool. Well, I haven't listened to what you recorded yet, so I'm going to assume that was good Yay. and say, great job. Awesome. Thank I, you. I, Very insightful and yeah, thoughtful. I, yeah, I really like what you had to say about uh, uh, about Mia yeah. in particular. We did, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was good. Uh, the thing that we didn't talk about that I'm actually like super jazzed about the... Um, like the design of the new like canary cave or whatever yeah, yeah, it's gonna yeah. be like it's pretty sweet the watchtower so the watch thing? Yeah. yeah 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 that looked well, very let's, much like let's, let's, uh, let's get into it let's so that get we can into actually, it like, yeah which is awesome i will work on the endings for podcasts because i feel like i always just fade out <laughs> it's all good um it's, it's as good. as i said to you just briefly <laughs> in part of this that will not be airing um you guys have until the fall to really like sort yourselves <laughs> out. out so, but yeah, no, so we got lots their, of time to figure out the they did their extras aspects. and we did the like the plugs yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that it's really cool they're both like writers and so they're pretty active on like cool. different sites and reviews so cool it's pretty cool i think it's going to be a good conversation good. and so, some insight i'm excited i'm ex- i'm excited about the girl power aspect of it which sounds like i'm just like pandering but i'm not like i like no. that so it this is a thunderquack thing like i i am creative director i'm using my quote fingers he uses them but he really likes being creative yeah. director so no <laughs> but i am it. but yeah. like like i when i say that i'm the creative director like i i take that seriously yeah. as like the content that's on thunderquack uh it it looks the way that it looks because of decisions that i make mm-hmm. and um I, there are some people that might think that I'm being too like affirmative action or PC or whatever, but like, it does matter to me that, that the network is primarily white dudes. Right. <laughs> and it's that way because my friends are primarily white dudes. And I, I wish that there was a more organic way for me to get outside of that and like, and, and make some friends, uh, that, uh, that don't fit that description. But, um, it's difficult to go like, Hey, you're a different color skin than me. Let's be friends. So that, that, that would be a weird thing to do, but, it would. Yeah, but I, so when there's an opportunity for me to do something with Thunderquack that can actually like actively be a choice of like, Oh, like we're going to do this show because this person is involved or this specific creative team. And so, like, like I said, when, when the opportunity to continue quiver came up, Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, as long as it's all women, like that's, that's the only thing Mm -hmm. for me that matters because we can then say that we have one podcast that we're producing so that nobody can come at me and be like, you're a jerk. (laughs) They would say much worse things than that, but I don't (laughs) want to say the things that they would say on this podcast, but I, I, I like I like being able to podcast with um, mostly 
because I've only ever podcasted with you, yeah. <laughs> like I'm kind of excited that, for what the future I, might the bring. That's the other aspect of it is that I'm really excited for you to go out and like we talked about it before we even started recording. Like I'm handing over the reins, which means that the responsibility all goes to you. And it was weird. I asked a lot of questions. How I had much to ask I a lot of questions on yeah. the podcast. I was like, no, you, you guys can just talk about whatever you want, but yeah. we'll get into a groove, right? Where yeah, it'll yeah, be yeah. like, we'll actually have conversations. We won't be able to do this fun thing where we start the episode. But we can talk about this while we start the episode, because that's yeah. like what we won't be able to do. Yeah. Here we go. But, uh, we're going to get into the episode. I'm going to hit play right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think you guys will probably change the from format from the format bit. of... Uh, yeah. It's really easy for us, because we're in the same room Yeah. 99% so yeah. of the time. Yeah. Um, Which is the only way that you can really do this effectively, because I know yeah. we've tried different things before, but it's just... It's it's harder with... They honestly, though, rewatching this, even just the opening, I'm like, they kept a lot of money to be able to do this episode they did like, and and it, yeah like when you go back through this season it's very obvious that we were saving our bucks up for yeah. something um but yeah it's, it's good i'm i mean i'm pleased that they did it um yeah new but, locations that we've never seen before which know, is a big yeah. deal yeah for arrow this is north van right yeah that was the key uh, yeah. that's the key that's why i didn't recognize it. i haven't been over there yet to, to any the of these one, new yeah. buildings um but it's, I mean, did they, so the one question mark for yeah. me is they didn't explain how Laurel got to the future, right? Do we care? No, they did. They oh, do. Did they? Yeah. Sarah. Oh, she said she ran into Sarah. Oh, I didn't know that that meant then that that implied the that wave rider. Yeah. Her. The, yeah, the okay. legends dropped her gotcha. off. The okay. legends gave her a ride. All right. That's the story she's telling. Okay. Whether or not it happened. Right? Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. Like I'm going to skip all around because there's so much to talk about in this episode, but I'm going to go right to the end of the episode the whoever comes out of the shadows and uh and and hits jj with the thing yeah it's the same ring that laurel has right we don't see that person's face intentionally they're Mm -hmm. hidden behind the cloak Mm -hmm. or whatever oh by the way look at how beautiful this like the star city in the future stuff that there is no place in and also this arrow with the canaries anyways they did a lot of visual effects to make the city look real futuristic i loved it it's such a subtle thing but it's so good the thing that i love about it is that it's 20 years in the future but it's not it's not jetpacks and yeah, hover yeah. cars at Blade no, Runner, right? Not, yeah, they, it's, they did it. It's like, actually, because what I find, a lot of the time people go like, oh, this story's 20 years in the future. And apparently in the next 20 years, we're supposed to just solve every problem, yeah. right? And have all sorts of ridiculous stuff. But with this, it's like, nope, it's, there are incremental improvements. I mean, the most unrealistic thing is that your hair can look like that when you just wake up in the morning. <laughs> but How that's that, just has the that CW. Just hair product, is that that's, hair products in yeah, 2040? That's just the CW. She wears a lot of silk too in this. Oh, this was a cool thing. Like I love it. Like I love have, it. Yeah. The the flip that like because uh because Connor yeah. comes back and because Mia comes back, Mia and and uh, mm-hmm. and William, they changed the past and in the back to the future style, they fixed their own timeline. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like they fixed their own lives. Um, and and Connor managed to fix the problem with Diggle and JJ's relationship so that now JJ is not a bad guy. Yeah. But at the end of the episode, now mm-hmm. he's got both. And so, I yeah, it... But it's also like... this. It has to get picked up to the series because I need answers. But also, like, 
does Connor love her? Does Connor yeah. not love? Her? Like, what's going like, on? Like, what's up? Because, because everybody left she's her, all yeah. Him and Connor, her and Connor had like some chemistry in the yeah. like, and so that's the bigger thing for me is that like I like this story. I don't feel like they have great chemistry they don't. Yeah. these two, yeah. but her and Connor, that those actors mm-hmm. had great chemistry mm-hmm. to the point that even before they started pushing them together romantically i think that we were rooting for them last season so i'm kind of interesting if people that's something i haven't really talked about is people like shipped them and then they're like what is happening why um this is a cool like um dinah is so cool yeah like i i i I love that like dinah but i like her as a bartender way more than i like i love the opportunity to retcon these characters without actually changing them yes right yeah so like i love the moment where she's like i didn't know that you could sing and she's like well there wasn't a lot of opportunity for karaoke back in 2020 (laughs) right yeah yeah and it's i i I hate that they keep saying 2020 because it's like there's one episode aired in 2020 (laughs) and it was the crossover i really wish they'd be they were saying 2019 but um but look how cool this like I yeah. really like this like watchtowery watchtower, thing. but it's also like they just took the set from Smallville and reused it, <laughs> like the clock, like Ollie's. <laughs> they like, did she not. just moved into Ollie's. But, yeah, but so but the thing is, is that Ollie's watchtower in Smallville is a reference to, um, to Green Arrow stuff as well as the yeah. Birds of Prey stuff, yeah. right? So, and if you remember back in season two. Sarah was in a watchtower and she's the first canary oh, in this yeah. timeline, right? Yeah, in the, yeah. in this, in this yeah. story. So, um, it's all, I mean, like it's, it's all connected. It's all. Are we going to find out like, this is something that's interesting for the series is finding yeah. out why Dinah has no, like why she doesn't exist. Like, yeah. that's pretty cool. Like that's a cool, the coolest thing. And I mean, granted, I'm not watching any of the other shows, but I think that that's a pretty good use of the crisis is to throw her into the future. Even even like, more than Flashpoint, Crisis has changed the fabric of oh yeah everything the the the, the Arrowverse right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, the, there's a lot of really interesting stuff. So the Supergirl episode that aired this Sunday, one of the primary story points is that um, a lot of the Earths didn't come back. Right. right. Like, oh. and as far as, as far as these characters know, earth prime is the only one. Right. Right. And like right. the, the connection between earths isn't as like they can't vibe over as there it was so before. fast. Yeah. yeah. Um, we know as an audience, because of what we saw at the end of the crossover, that obviously there are other shows on other earths. Um, the, the biggest ones being the Titans universe and then the, the, um, doom patrol universe right right? um and then the dceu being its own universe as well so i yeah like like the multiverse still exists but i think in the way that in the in the pre-crisis it was the the multiverse was infinite and they do whatever they wanted and then crisis happens and for a long time post-crisis we believe that earth in the DC Comics continuity is the only one until they reintroduce the multiverse concept and right. then we find out that there are 52 Earths now. I just love all of these wide shots of seeing the city. Yeah. Like it's such a good use of special effects. Also um, she only wore like silk in this episode yeah. because all of her dresses are so like 
like flu. Anyways, this is a great. <laughs> it's great to know. know it's this is a very Vancouver thing, but it's great to know that Brown Social House is still uh, <laughs> alive and kicking in uh, in in 2040. Is that a local thing? Anyways, yeah. Yeah, I we, believe yeah. Browns is yeah, yeah, is yeah. just in Vancouver. I do think um, that they're they're cropping but, up everywhere this it's is driving me nuts it's awesome not a good restaurant is, it's not they're, they're not there's great. a there's a this, the one by you is an exception it's, it's one of the yeah, first yeah, ones and they have a pizza really, oven and their pizzas are really yeah. good but um we've seen this set before but not as fun and vi- vibrant and bright so i will yeah. say one of the things that i really love about this episode is the is the production design like it's not as dark as arrow was but it's still the same like again we've been here before but it wasn't like dressed with happy balloons and And this was this was my hope this is what i said last week right is that my hope was that post crisis oliver is the one who remakes earth prime he's the one who takes earth 38 and earth one mm-hmm. and and i think we'll learn a couple of other Earths mm-hmm. as well um and i uh, and melds them together well right. we do know there's at least one more earth because whatever earth black lightning was on right. is it's also yeah. part of it right he took a, he took several of them and put them together mm-hmm. and it's it's my belief so my headcanon i guess that ollie in doing that made sure that the darkness that was present that created him wasn't oh, as yeah. strong. Right. And that totally makes sense. And, and so like my hope, like I said, was, was that going into the, the second half of the seasons of, of these other shows, as well as green arrow and the canaries that we would discover that the world is a much happier, much, much lighter place. And that we have some more fun. Right, that, yeah. that it's not as melodramatic. It's not as oh come as on, they still have bummer. chemistry. Like this Connor and it's Mia banter so is I, so good. Well, he like, shows up, and I love oh. I love the addition of of the the goatee. Like the, oh, yeah. the facial hair just gives him a different vibe. But at the same time, <laughs> that's it's Connor. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But I like it. I what what I'm really hoping is that we discover that he's not connor hawk green arrow connor but that he's bronze tiger now oh right that'd that, be cool. that he's carried on his father's yeah. name and, and when we get to see him nice. let loose that he uh that he pulls out the the wolverine claws and nice. uh and the brown jacket. so sweet she looks so good uh they're just know. like they're just like i don't know it, it, the, it, the, the <laughs> this is one of the things that I'm really excited about with this show is that because it's about three female leads, it's essentially Birds of Prey, yeah. right? It's Birds of Prey 2.0. Yeah. Even um, her eyelashes, like with the cool, fun stuff. It's Anyways. it's gonna be, it's gonna be Arrow when it comes to the action stuff, but the flavor is gonna be just a little bit different because yeah. it's about these three badass women yeah so there's also going to be this femininity to it that yeah. arrow lacked yeah right? they didn't because arrow was very masculine yeah. even the female characters were very masculine a lot yeah, of the time yeah. um but now we're fast forwarding through commercials now they get to lean into the to the yeah, woman aspect a little bit and like yeah, have but, fun with the clothes and with the, without the, losing the what makes it arrow yeah. we're back in now um so yeah mia's now got all of her memories back and she's just now remembering everything that jj did in the in the yeah. dark which is just gonna super mess you up and, oh, and she then sees him connor i love it because right off the bat right off the bat in episode one 
of this yeah. series uh, 15 minutes into it with commercials. Yeah. So even less than 15 minutes in, we have a love triangle. I know. It's so good. I love it. It's, it's uh, yeah. But, and also that her Perfect. and her brother are so great. And I love that they brought Zoe back. Yep. Like, that is such a great, like, I don't know, just that, that, that yep. dynamic is there. And I don't know. Catherine McNamara also, though, is meant to be a lead. Yeah. Like, she is a lead yeah. in series, yeah, she's and she a does star. it so well, and yeah. I don't know. it's She carries it every bit as much as Stephen Amell was able to yeah. carry season one of yeah. Arrow. And and it's not like Dinah and Laurel are, like, shrinking violets and, like, no. going like giving up. the they, This show is strong because they are strong as well, yeah. and it's just, anyways, it's just But, fun. like, yeah, like, the, the construction of the show means that we get seen we're gonna get scenes like this and the scene where she says so supergirl's friend had a power that the flash's friend replicated in technology she's like cool. <laughs> and she's like yeah that's what i just said like yeah. what about that wasn't clear <laughs> um yeah i but yeah like we're gonna get we get stuff like this that like uh, the bechdel test will not even be a metric that we need to worry about yeah, on this yeah, show yeah. um mm-hmm. And not that this this scene doesn't pass the Bechdel test, because as we've talked about before, that's not a great metric of whether or not your show is progressive and feminist and whatever, because they are a man is integral helps, to this conversation. But well, but it helps that the person that's kidnapped is a woman, yep. and that the person that's going to be the big bad is a woman. So, so like, it's 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 Bianca, right? Bianca Bianca Bertinelli, Bertinelli. yeah. They're setting her up as the huntress, oh, right? Oh, that yeah. That scene later oh. on when they're rescuing her and she punches the one oh, bad yeah, guy. Oh, yeah, and goes, whoa, I can punch people. Yeah, that's definitely them yeah. going like... Because so, cause to me, it's like that's the that's the aspect that that the show does actually need more of. I mean, like we've, we, it does have a very diverse cast. Mm-hmm. We actually only have three of the leads are are, are white. Every, everybody else is... is uh, uh, ethnically diverse right. um, so it's uh, Laurel Mia and William right yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah it, like it is, they are doing a really good good job on that side of it with representation but I do think that like changing um, Huntress from again a character that is predominantly uh, interpreted as a white woman right, yeah. it, making yeah. that a, a, a black woman I think would be a really really cool um way to go with that anyway it's the whole thing too is um these scenes like just the little banter yeah is so less dark than like yeah. the idea like i was married at 21 it hard pass like it's just like there's just some interesting yeah. little yeah. things in there yeah it, so. it it because they all have their memories of the previous life Mm -hmm. there's that darkness is enough yeah um but then the rest of it is this new world and the new world is much lighter and much happier and much more fun um there's like this this show has a bit more of like a charlie's angels vibe oh yeah totally then 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 an arrow vibe but it does still like when we get into the action sequence at the end of the episode and the zip line them, away oh, from an exploding line, building. Oh, come on. And them falling through the roof in yeah. slow motion. Oh, yeah. come on. It's so cool. But I love so this. Much fun. I love how much fun Katie Cassidy is getting to have oh, with this. Yeah. Because yeah. it feels like as much as we've talked about over the last couple of seasons, uh, Black Siren is a better character for her as an actress. Oh, yeah. She gets mm-hmm. to flex a little bit more. Um, 
now it feels like they've kind of taken the leash off Mm -hmm. and it's like no no no, you're the lead of the show like you like the three of you are the leads of the show you're not a supporting character to oliver queen you are one of the main characters um and so laurel now in this dynamic of these three needs to be sassier she needs to be spicier because there's a balance that we have to find with all three of them so she's got to stand out she's got to have her own thing and so like even down to the way that she was posed oh yeah the pose where she she had had, her leg leg was up and it was really cool like Like, it's like she is like i'm a superhero now yeah yeah and i'm gonna be a superhero so so i'm gonna pose like a comic book character would pose in this scene instead of just standing with a with an ipad yeah and it's just like these little things are just gonna make this show fun to watch yeah yeah. for sure um as long as they can maintain it that's gonna always be the thing season one and two of arrow are phenomenal like i said last week (laughs) Uh, I love Arrow. I just wish that they continued making it past season two. Um, okay. And, one of, and and with this show, it's the same yeah. thing. It's like I hope that that we get we get this quality level throughout. Obviously, it'll have it, dips and it'll it'll have peaks and valleys. The thing but, that is putting this above others or that is the advantage yeah. is that it's starting as an ensemble show yeah but with a clearly it defined ensemble like it knows yeah. what it is but it also the ability for green arrow and canaries for canaries to switch and be different canaries and still have the same like if you can find another girl that can take a, up a canary mantle and has really good yeah. chemistry with Catherine McNamara. There's no reason why you can't make the show about the two of them. Yeah, and that like you that or that William can be like. There's so many things that you can yeah. do that will keep the the show interesting. Yeah. In the well, long yeah, run. and and we're gonna it's going to build towards some of this other stuff. And like William will come in, I imagine, and be there tech guy yeah, yeah, yeah. um and, but and i do like that I, th- I don't i don't think that he'll be felicity i don't no. think that he'll be sitting there like like doing their yeah, computer yeah, yeah. stuff no. because as they showed in this episode already it's like dinah does that yeah she goes yeah. like well i was a police captain yeah. i know how to run traces like <laughs> yeah, yeah. i can do stuff yeah yeah i just didn't need to before because we have felicity right mm-hmm. but like i think that what he'll end up being is kind of like their cue of like when they need new gear it's like oh we got a thing that we got to deal with they go to william and uh, it's like yeah. he can build a new arrow for her to yeah, solve yeah. the problem yeah, right yeah. i like that uh, and and that would just be fun it would be fun for william to be kind of on the periphery mm-hmm. but to come in and and uh, this is one of my favorite scenes the three bikes so riding good. down the yeah. line like this is just so fun they just get to be this is the Charlie's Angels vibe, right? right? It is, is like, with these three these, badass women driving yeah. the motorbikes down the streets and the city and yeah. ugh, in their costumes. And it's just, I was it's so uh, I was saying to my wife last week, I, I, yeah, I, the context doesn't really matter. But I was just saying, like, in any instance, if you could replace a guy with a pretty lady. I'm always going to prefer that. Right. (laughs) And, and, and maybe that's a little bit like, like that's very male, but like, I like pretty ladies. Like, I think that that's, I think it's safe in 2020 for me to say that That and not be, it not be a misogynistic thing. I just like, that is my preference. If I'm going to, if I'm going to watch a TV show about superheroes, I actually would prefer that it's three beautiful women (laughs) than 
four guys and one beautiful woman right like which most of the shows tend to be right like like mm. that that to me is a more enjoyable experience all other things being equal <laughs> and with this show that's absolutely what this is we got so many scenes of roy and ollie riding motorcycles next <laughs> to each other and i was never like this is pretty great <laughs> but with this i'm like there's another dynamic of it with them being badass women that I'm like, this is way more enjoyable. Um, and it's just, uh, it's just fun and not it's like just more fun. Yeah. I don't know. I think and like part of that is obviously I find beautiful women attractive, but the other elements of that is that it's different from everything else that's on TV. Yeah. Yeah. It's different from the rest of the Arrowverse that this show is going to be female led. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and in a, in a way that it's like I get Supergirl's female led and yeah. like Legends is female led, but not in the same way. Like when you have a full team of women, it just creates a different kind yeah. of dynamic and the thing that you focus on. And I don't know. It's I am so excited, and I feel like there is space in the current TV landscape for this kind of a show yeah. to do well. Supergirl is definitely like it's it, like she is the lead, and and that's a big deal. But um. Did I say we're fast forwarding? We're fast forwarding. Uh, and we're back in now. Um, but ultimately, in in almost all of the seasons of the series, she answers to a guy at some point in yeah. in every season. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's it's John as the, the head of the DEO yeah. or it's uh, James as the head of CatCo. And like right. they kind of switch that off. Um, so there's always there is always an element of that. This show is specifically set up that Dinah and Laurel are the like they're the veteran superheroes right, yeah. that yeah. are going to teach Mia how to be the Green Arrow, like yeah. like you know like help her along mm-hmm. the way. And so the whole dynamic is is women supporting women in the in the story right and something i feel like we've talked about beforehand and that i never noticed in this and it could be really good direction or different things like that but that the three of them playing off each other work really well they Mm -hmm. hold each other up whereas a lot of the time sometimes we would feel a dip in like where we thought that people that were were playing off of paul um Blackthorn yeah. always were elevated a little bit and why Laurel's yeah, yeah, scenes yeah. with him always tend to be pretty strong is because we felt like she played really well off of somebody that was really like a stronger actor yeah. and she like they are all matching each other like emotionally and the and like and and in their like the way that they're speaking and 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 living I just I just mm. think it's like it's really well it's really well cast I don't know I think it's really yeah it's good I'm excited yeah it's it, it, they they got i don't want to say lucky because i do think that one of the the strongest aspects of the arrowverse has been the casting Mm -hmm. um across the board but they they really put together i think something special with this group and then adding i mean dinah and laurel were part of it in last season Mm -hmm. in in season seven it with the future stuff but they were obviously darker, grittier versions yeah, of, yeah. of their characters. And uninteresting, I didn't like Dinah in the future at all. Yeah, without the canary cry. Yeah. And, and there was a moment, because she uses her canary cry yeah. in this, and it's not digital. No, she uses it. She it's uses a meta it, yeah. thing. Um, because when they go in the they meta dampener, meta she dampers, can't yeah. use it. And I, like, I had a moment of like, no, she lost her cry. And then I had to go, no, everything's been fixed. 
yeah. Oliver fixed everything. Yeah. It's a different timeline now. Um, so that never happened to her. Yeah. Thank God, because that was the dumbest thing they the, did. Yeah. Uh, last season, like that was of amongst many decisions last season that I didn't necessarily like leading into the end of the season. When they took away her canary cry, yeah, it was I, not. It pissed it me was, off. Yeah. Um. So for her to have it back in this, it makes me very happy. Yeah. Um. Overall, I I I don't know. I'm just. I feel like. Even all the outfits are different and everything, yeah. and they're all like spectacular. And the banter of the like, well, you're not gonna get in. How are you gonna get? Oh, you got in. Oh, okay. It's, yeah. And just like that, they they like meet each other and anyways. Yeah. But I like I love how their their costuming tells us about their characters, and mm-hmm. we already know these characters so well. But yeah. just in thinking of it as a pilot, as a repilot of a show. Yeah. And when you see uh, the three of them walk in, and specifically with Laurel, her blazer, the way that it's, like, way wide open so that her bust is just, like, out there, right? Like, it's, like, but it's not just that it's she's sexy. It actually gives her, her figure, like, this really kind of imposing form of, like, it broadens her shoulders and makes her look like she could beat the crap out of you mm-hmm. right at the same time as being feminine and sexy mm-hmm. it's and it's, that's a like that those those elements aren't accidental like yeah. that stuff is on purpose um this kind of bo- i wanted jj to be bad yeah it bothers me that he's just he is genuinely good because then it's like worse that he remembers being bad i don't know it's like i kind of well that's the hoping, tragedy of i it, am right? kind of hoping that he was up to some shady no good why does your computer have such high security on it if you're just looking at at like anyways but but it's the way that they play it and his reactions you're like oh okay no he he actually i think was yeah. was hurt and that this was fast forwarding now meant to yeah like, he was just a good dude but he's not going to be anymore it's kind of that thing like you don't trust somebody they're gonna become dc tv star girl that's a new series yeah been paying attention um they were back in now is cw just all superhero shows it is essentially mostly it's like yeah. it's all dc uh arrowverse stuff yeah. and then supernatural and all american i think and and then the the archie stuff so yeah. there's uh riverdale katie Keene starts soon um and um sabrina well sabrina is netflix sabrina's not on cw oh, okay. uh but um Nancy Drew is not Archie technically, but it's very, it's kind of it's in, in a the similar, same world. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I feel yeah. like it's. Um, uh, Supernatural's done this year, though, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, it's I, the final yeah. season. Yeah. yeah. I need some more. Some yeah, more man. Time. It's the final season of Arrow and Supernatural. Yeah. That's crazy. That's yeah. that's three very pretty men no longer on the network. <laughs> oh, what will we ever do? Yeah. It's tragic. I mean, if. If the few fat past is any telling, I feel like um, Jensen Ackles will be back on the CW <laughs> very soon. Like I just I don't yeah. think he can stay off the CW. It's his home. No, so. he's gonna. He will show up on something. Um, I I mean I said it from forever ago, and it's it's tragic that we never got to see it. But he would have been the perfect Hal Jordan oh, yeah. to Ollie's yeah. to Stephen Amell's Oliver Queen. Like it would have been so perfect. Jensen Ackles has worked in Vancouver, yeah. as an actor since like two thousand and like one. 
like Dark Angel, baby. Like, yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah. I was like, well, that's not yeah, like no. Smallville's Dark not that Angel long. Dark no, Angel was like yeah. a full like yeah, two, Dark it Angel. was here yep. and then Smallville was here. Anyways, we're talking yeah. over the nothing not a lot there, nothing. yeah the, it's the detective part of the show where they're investigating things no no this is the dramatic this is the this is the well, this is the emotional the, part of yeah. the show where she yeah. messed up and now she has to apologize and he's saying no hey he scoffed go anyways anyways but i do like this idea of the like no no if you jump to conclusions you think i'm cheating on you not that i kidnapped your friend yeah it, i like the logic remember when we used to have logic on this show and yeah. we used to be like hey these characters are acting as if they like make rational yeah. decisions so it's uh i and i think that that becomes like a symptom of the show going on for longer than it should like yeah. i i and and with a lot of these shows going into their or not going to in their fifth seasons mm-hmm. currently uh uh fifth and sixth seasons it's like okay flash is getting a little long in the tooth it's right like now you just have to yeah you start you start either having to recycle stuff you've done before or your characters have to start acting out of character yeah. in order for you to continue having conflict. So like last season with Cisco, with him being like, I don't want to have my powers anymore. And then he gives up his powers. To me, that's so antithetical to, who Cisco to was. Cisco yeah, from yeah. season one and two, yeah. when he was dis- when he didn't have powers and he was just a superhero fanboy, and then to discovering that he had powers and then becoming Vibe, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh well, this is like the fulfillment of a lifelong dream, and now we're supposed to believe that because. Uh, uh, his girlfriend broke up with him a couple seasons ago that he's like, I don't even want to have powers anymore. It came out of nowhere. And it was just like, we've got this metahuman cure. Somebody has to use it. And they picked Cisco. Yeah. When honestly, from a narrative standpoint, Caitlin probably made more sense. She didn't know. Except, she hated being a superhero. I mean, she, except she's a cool superhero. So well, that's but what but then she like becomes the half and half. Well, she she resolved things with Killer Frost because right. Killer Frost was originally evil, right? Yeah. But um, I turn her into a hero. As somebody who hasn't been paying attention to that arc, I will say of Crisis, one of my favorite team ups was yeah. Killer Frost and Rory. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, the like heat and cold. It was good. It was really fun. Well, because he and because he started on that show, so it's like oh, he's a that's yeah, a Flash yeah, 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 villain, yeah. Right? right? So, oh, yeah, I remember that. Um, I, <laughs> not how computers work, but it's the future. So maybe it's how computers work in the <laughs> they future. They could just reveal the Snapchat filter. Yeah. What's behind it? Um, yeah. but I did like there is because we're now. 20 years in the future we do get to have that suspension of disbelief Mm -hmm. that in 20 years it would be that easy to take a video of someone and then manipulate it in that way and then it would also be that easy to 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 pull that curtain back right um oh we missed the part we missed the part where dinah pep talked laurel and said you're a superhero and you're actually pretty good at this why yeah. don't you stop being a snarky biatch and go and yeah. like actually help her become a superhero? Yeah. And then Laurel goes, "Don't tell me what to do." And then goes and does. And then anyways. goes and does. <laughs> I the, and this is one of the things that I think I'm gonna like about this show is that these these three women are all strong in their own ways, but then they're also all very flawed yeah. in their own yeah. ways, and those strengths and weaknesses complement each other. 
and watching them learn from each other and build each other up is going to be a fun journey to go on with the characters, right? Oh, I totally didn't even comment on it, too, and how fun it is that Laurel at one point went, you know that I used to date your dad, right? And, really <laughs> and she's like, ew, <laughs> gross. Yeah. I can't believe I missed, like, talk, talk, talking about that. But it is, like, a weird, like, age gap thing that, like, Laurel is old enough to be her mom. Because I'm kind of like, why does Laurel care so much? And I forget that, like, yeah. she cares about Oliver because she had the history with Oliver. But that's and, not this Laurel. Like, mm-hmm. like it, it, I, next week, I think we'll maybe get a little bit more clear answers. But that is Earth to Black Siren Laurel. Yeah. But I think the 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 question is whether or not Earth 2 got merged with Earth 1, and she is both Laurels. Ooh, that would be interesting. Because it's entirely possible that she has three sets of memories, that she would have our original Laurel, Black Siren, and then the new timeline Laurel's memories as well. So if she's actually an amalgam of all three characters, which is a totally comic book thing to do, then she is actually a completely new character yeah right which is cool with all of the with all of the dna and elements of of all three of those characters that i just described two of whom we know right but but that third element being added into the mix and all three of them being mixed together meaning we're getting something completely new because with dinah and mia and with a lot of the, the with all of our existing characters what we get is we get to keep our old version. Mm-hmm. Martian Manhunter restored everybody. Yeah. But but then we 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 get to actually also discover the differences in the new timeline. Yeah. yeah. Without it Breaking, without yeah. losing our characters. Yeah. Because right? that's the saddest part about about yeah. those like about the retconning things. Is it that it, it is like a it's I, it's a positive were. thing and it's the right choice for for TV and for these shows. Ooh, that this have been is on. the suit up yeah. montage, so good. Um, her costume could be a little bit brighter. I mm. uh, I don't I just I've never liked how dark the green is and the season it four looks, Arrow yeah. costume was always the best one because it was lighter than the rest of them and mm. it actually looked green. He looked like the Green Arrow. Mm. Also, his his arms were exposed so. Uh, when you're doing that salmon ladder and you got yeah. those biceps and they're but i think it was too chilly it was too chilly in vancouver <laughs> and it also meant that Stephen amell had to keep his arms ripped yeah, right that's fair. and that was probably not unfortunate ideal. Um, oh they're back now and they're being this is now the actiony packed sequence mm-hmm. of awesome that i'm i'm totally here for like honestly this is where it becomes arrow and i'm 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 down for it yeah. i think it works so yeah, the, I, yeah. This is just, this becomes this, straight like up. Them arrow. That's so crashing good. through That's and then landing great. and oh, just the like the fighting and the. <laughs> I love the look on her face of like, huh? I will say this: them even choosing like this specific like Bianca Bertinelli to be who they have to rescue. Yeah, really feeds into it as well. Like she's just as interesting as everybody else. Like I really yeah. like Bianca. Yeah, I think it's like well, and it's fun. also like they hint at some some story with Helena that she disappeared at right, some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, and that she was a good mom. Yeah. But, um, yeah. At which, so. which she was a good mom is character growth from the last time yeah. that we saw that character. It's a shame that we never got to see her again, that she never yeah. came back. But yeah. um, but at the same time, her episodes were not great. 
I, I like they're immemorable to me. I don't remember her. I uh, the like, only thing I remember from them is that we were pretty harsh on them when I mean, we talked about fair. them. Fair. Um, um, yeah. So this guy's just randomly Deathstroke, but he has a tattoo that's important. That's true. That's true. It, there is a connection. So somewhere. there's we just something don't we don't is. know what it is. We're missing it. It exists somewhere. Does Slade exist in this universe? And is the history with like Slade? Well, the yeah, same of course, yeah, Slade, previous... yeah, Slade would have would have been around. Well, um, yeah, but I just... this the use of slow mo in this fight sequence is great. Yeah, like I don't know, just some of these like oh, what is it? I think it's when someone steps on somebody else's back and then comes down and like hits you. Like I actually like remember the fight sequences. In this. Yeah. Like the, I think it's this right now. She jumps on and then jumps off. Yeah. And then she jumps onto the other person in the air. It's so cool. Yeah. Like it just, I don't know. Like we it's, said, like they saved some budget for yeah. this episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we're in new locations that we've not used before. That was awesome. Yeah, like the falling down out uh, camera. Yeah. And she punches. Yeah. yeah. Bianca being like, yes, I can punch. Yeah. Oh, also whatever song this is. I didn't get a chance to look at the song, but but it seems like they paid some rights for that song. Yeah. Like where yeah. they were like, let's pick a kick-ass tune that like will play while these ladies fight. Yeah. And it was really, but you saw her. I love that she clocked it where she thought that she should do the, the like arrow thing and slide down it anyways. And then just chooses not to. And I'm like, no, no, you're going to do that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, it makes sense that you assessed it. You knew exactly where you were going to zip line down. What is there a better term for that? Anyways. Nope. Zip line. Zip line. It's a zip line. Um, yeah, this, so his willingness to just sacrifice himself. So clearly, there's something else going on here. Um, it's setting up a like universe of badness in a cool way. Like the stakes are, in a year, the city goes to hell. Yeah. How do we stop that from stop happening? That, yeah. How do we get at the core of things where the city is fundamentally safe, but something's trying to break through and make it yeah. not safe? Like, what is that about? Ooh, also, I like that. Um, Wild Dog is the mayor. Yeah, I yeah, think that's we, cool. yeah. We haven't seen him. We, we don't see him see, in this episode. Him, but, but I am yeah. totally down because that makeup didn't bother me. Of all the old, yeah. like older makeup, I think that Renee being in the yeah, like they, in the future as the old is like awesome. Because then also he gets to be Zoe's dad. Like I yeah. just like I really like that he yeah. would stay in the future as well. Oh, this oh zip lining down with the explosions. Oh, come on, it's so good. It's so fun because it's such a great melding of practical and visual effects Oh yeah, because some of those explosions were real and then others like that were our our CG, CG, right? So they, they, they shot enough real stuff and then added in the visual effects to enhance it. And can I say, so my favorite moment in the episode is that, oof, who are you bitches? It would not work. Yeah. If the person who had been kidnapped was anybody but Bianca yeah. Bertinelli. Like the Fast reason that through, like, we're, we're, and we're, we're back, back into it. But yeah. the, the reason that that yeah. works is because they picked a like a whole character. It's not just some random person that yeah. gets kidnapped that they have to save. No, it's, it's the daughter of the huntress. It's, right. Like it's like. And, it's, and because like she's the daughter of the Green Arrow, yeah. there's an assumption that there's a legacy thing here. Yeah, like so so who we're actually hunt, uh, rescuing is probably the new huntress yeah right so for her to say that to them is very like oh well this isn't actually this isn't just like a cool line this is actually part of an introduction to a character we're going to care about yeah yeah yeah. like it's just it's 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 really i don't know i think it's just really cool that you have the ability to in a like you would never 
say that because even me and I mean just that term itself you have to be super comfortable with who yeah. you're talking about you would never see that on a show that was male driven where yep. it was like a like I said they can do it in this because they earned it yep. they earned that line yep. with this episode yeah like, well yeah in the in the way so that good. that women like groups of women friends mm-hmm, that, like mm-hmm. they can talk to each other that way yeah but then if i were to walk in and go like hey what's up bitches they'd be like whoa <laughs> yeah, right like different. i would get in a the lot of trouble justifiably so <laughs> yeah. um yeah it's oh, yeah. yeah yeah for sure Anyways, it's, um I, I don't know it just was like a nice little cap on a yeah. on a episode that i was like this is fun i had fun watching this the first time i had fun watching it the second time <laughs> i have fun talking about it i'm very excited i for it i tweeted immediately after watching the episode i haven't had that much fun watching arrow since season two and like this recording of quiver feels like it did back in yeah. season two back when we yeah. loved this show yeah. so much yeah. um can i and that's the most heartbreaking much... thing that's why we've been so harsh like, on yeah, it the yeah. last few years it's because, because like we, we miss it we love the show so good it looks like jj lives a little bit in a basement apartment yeah. and i love it so it's a much bit of a basement like, I love it. I lo- it's totally a place that i feel because it's like it's very well furnished yeah. But it also is like what a dude would live in. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, I yeah. kinda like the production design in this has they thought through how to build the characters and build a world yeah. in a in a pilot that's not even a pilot. Like, come on. Also, and I said this on the little the little like other podcast part that was in here, yeah. but this is the first episode of Arrow in a real long time that I feel like I can just give to somebody and they could watch it and they could like the show. Yeah. Like I'm and and cuz you don't need to know too much. Like it helps that you know who these characters are, but I think that it like I don't know. I think it's good. I think it I don't want them to have to do too much like yeah. re-explaining in a real pilot. Like I want them to just like go into the show if they get picked up. Like I don't know. Here's hoping. Yeah. So do you trust Laurel? Um I well you never you never really do trust Black Siren. Yeah. Because there's definitely something something i'm 60 but, 40 right now of like 60 percent of me does not trust her and i think that she is not, a she is definitely not telling them the whole truth oh she knows oh, yeah. more than she's oh, yeah. letting on oh for sure and b she has an ulterior motive because and, i also but, don't think that sarah is the one that brought her i think that she's lying and the reason why I say that is because Sarah is a canary as well. Yeah. And if Sarah brought her, Sarah would be helped. here. And Sarah would help. Sarah cares more about Mia than Laurel does. Yeah. So why is Sarah not oh, there? The, like, the first like, episode of Legends this season, yeah. like last, the, 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 the crossover episode definitely had a lot of the like, Oliver was a special person to Sarah mm-hmm. um, and especially because she was like the last tether to, yeah, yeah. to to her old life and all that stuff but then the first episode back in Legends the one that aired this week there's a very heavy through line of like of how important Oliver was to her oh, okay. and uh, there's a, basically an element of the episode where everybody else is like let's just like let's not talk about it like let's just give her space to process or whatever and halfway through the episode she turns to them all and she's like what is wrong with all of you my Weird. friend just died and none of you have even asked me how i feel right oh, and yeah. like she like almost katie lots is so good and i have no doubt that at some point like it when this show gets picked up and continues, there we go. There's the connection to the to the Hosen. Yeah. So, what what 
is up with that and, and then, then they, they get, get darted. darted and you're like but but it's not a real continue make it keep happening yeah what's happening um but yeah like if the show continues when the show continues i guarantee that sarah will show up at some point oh, yeah. and i think that she'll show up as like uh this will be the reveal that she's not the one who brought laurel to the future oh yeah that makes right? sense then where there's something a, and they'll figure out like yeah. what's going on and like it, I just, just, I don't know. Yeah, and the, that Laurel, Laurel's path to being a hero isn't done yet. Oh, no. So this is a very baggy hood thing, and obviously we're not supposed to have any idea who this, who this is. is. Yeah. But that ring is exactly the same as the ring that but Laurel what? had. So is Laurel doing this? Right. I mean, what? Why? What purpose mm-hmm. would she have for doing that? I don't know. Like, I don't know. We don't why. know because we don't have the we don't, we don't have the full story. story, right? But also. And, but Laurel wants to be, but yeah, you're right. She doesn't care enough about Mia to come to just save Mia. Yeah. Like she, do, she doesn't. We and, don't, and that was something I didn't really realize until I, I mentioned it to you and you're like, yeah. why would she care? She's not the same Laurel. And I go, oh, yeah. why would she care? She's not the same Laurel. And like, she says like, oh, I dated a version of your father. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But, um, don't see next week. It's a clip show. <laughs> there is a clip show, and then there is the final episode. So there's both, yeah, and fair. it's gonna the final episode is gonna be a real bummer with some neat stuff, but and a big statue. Yeah, it's so um, dark. Oh, yeah. okay. uh, but yeah, there we go. That's that's the episode. There's been so much talking about this episode. It's good. good. Yeah, we didn't good. tangent like at Whoa. all. Oh my gosh, my back. Dude, it's just like yeah oh um yeah man end on a high note let's not talk anymore (laughs) yeah that's i'm I'm saying like i it was it was so good it was such a great episode i i i really really hope that it gets picked up i'm very confident that it's going to um because why wouldn't they yeah i i they put a lot of money into giving us something special yeah in the penultimate episode of the series um, and it only makes sense that 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 it would get to continue, I, because I think Arrow was primarily ending because Stephen Amell and Emily Bat Records were done. Yeah. yeah. So it's not that they didn't want to keep going with the property; it's that yeah. they needed to find a way to shift, and this is a yeah. great shift. Yeah, it's it's perfect. Very excited. Um, yeah, and and the greatest thing that it does is that it fulfills the promise of showing us the dark future last season. It's like right. there was a reason to do that, bring them back to the present midway through this final season like all of that served a purpose it wasn't just a random thing in the second to last season of arrow yeah it actually was a build-up towards spinning it off into its own show so it retroactively justifies that whole story and that's we talk about this every once in a while about how a good sequel will make the original better in its like like how the rise of skywalker although (laughs) it is full of a lot of problematic (laughs) stuff it actually strengthens (laughs) The, the Last, Last Jedi, Jedi and yeah. makes that a much better movie, even though The Last Jedi, if you've listened to the Thunderquack <laughs> I, I ranked, ranked yeah. episodes that we did for Star Wars, is our favorite <laughs> Star Wars movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, not favorite Star Wars movie, favorite Skywalker saga, because Solo is my favorite Star Wars yeah. movie. But um, yeah, I, yeah, it did very similar where it's like, yeah, this goes back and retroactively kind of fixes the yeah. fact that that exists. Yeah. Um, and that we that we brought these characters in. So. Yeah, I I 
I don't know. I'm, I have mixed feelings about all of this. It's, it's very interesting. Um, it's been eight years of podcasting about arrow. Let's not say goodbye yet. That's uh, no, next I'm episode not, is I'm not, but I'm just saying like going into next week, it's like, it's mixed feelings because we're not done. Yeah, we're going to yeah. just shift over to thunder quack. Yeah. We're going to do the same thing that we've always done. I'm just not going to be talking about arrow yeah. every week. And so it'll be weird. Um, I'm sad to see the show end, but I'm happy to no longer have to podcast mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of, yeah, it's like a mixed thing. But like the great thing is that like, I'm just going to get to enjoy Green Arrow and the Canaries yeah. when it gets picked up. Um, so, so nice. That's a, yeah, it's, it's so, very freeing. It's um, very, I think it was Shadia that so, said um, that she skipped a couple uh, seasons of Arrow and, mm-hmm. th- and then Lacey chimed in and she's like, yeah, anybody that wasn't having to podcast about it for eight years skipped a couple <laughs> couple seasons and then got back into it and i was like that just that yeah. seemed like a burn on me like where it's yeah. like you had to keep watching it this whole time yeah, because i do yeah. feel like this is a show that would maybe benefit from like a binge watch of some kind yeah. to like really get into it and like not have to if you just, just power like, through season three and four yeah. and then get to five uh which is a a, a good season mm-hmm. and then six is an okay season because five mm-hmm. is is um is prometheus uh, and then oh, I like Prometheus. Six was Diaz, um, which was okay. It had its strong points, but it also like the the Longbow Hunters like, were such I a like, waste. I didn't like Diaz. No, Longbow Hunters were the beginning of season seven. Um, yeah, six 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 was good up until a point, and then seven was shaky. It was always on shaky ground. Maybe a year from now, yeah. when we miss Arrow, we'll do. A season's ranked on Thunderquack. <laughs> on Thunderquack, uh, we'll we rank, definitely we'll do rank that. The We definitely in. rank the seasons yeah. of Arrow, but all in um, one episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and we won't rewatch it. <laughs> no. We'll just go we'll on just memory. Pretend. What we'll do is like we'll get like the list of episodes, yeah, and we'll and like, like read through. We'll the be like, list oh yeah, this episodes. episode. Oh yeah, this yeah. episode. Um, cool. Well, I think that's it. I think we're done. I think, I think we're done, we're done ta- for talking this about episode. this episode. Uh, it was a good episode, though. Thanks for joining. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. As always, you can stay up to date with all the latest Arrow news by heading to quiverpodcast.com. Actually, soon it'll just be thunderquack.com. Um, you won't have to go to Quiver Podcast. You just go to Thunderquack for everything. But um, uh, you can also follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash quiverpodcast, on Twitter at quiverpodcast, on Instagram at quiverpodcast. You can also follow us individually on Twitter. I'm at A Konkin, A K O N K I N. You can add an 86 to that for Instagram. And I'm at ArkWolf, A R K W U L F, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you guys know we're a part of the DCTV Podcast Network. Head over to DCTVPodcast.com to check out all of the other great. Look, if there's a DC television show, there's a podcast for it oh, yeah. over at dctvpodcast.com. So, awesome. and you can listen to all the live streams because we, yep. I mean, we talked about it last week, but or yeah, because we did our well, they're podcast, on the but they're so all on the yeah. already probably yeah, yeah. Those, so but can... yeah, yeah, um, and uh, and of course, we're part of the Thunderquack Podcast Network. Head over to thunderquack.com to check out everything over there. I uh, I. Like the Thunderquack podcast, which if you're not subscribed to, do me a favor, go right now, subscribe to it, uh, and then also like go into iTunes and give it a rating because uh, it doesn't have a lot of ratings. I it may only have like one. It might not have any, um, uh, and that helps other people find the podcast. So because that's where uh, we're going. Yeah. So Mike and be, Amanda. Yeah, yeah. Like when I'm. It, 
you have to remind me if I don't do it at the beginning of the next episode because not everybody is listening right now. Some people hear me go, thanks for listening, and then they turn the podcast off. Right. So. And they don't hear any of the promo stuff. So, um, yeah, so I, I go go check that out. Um, and uh, So that you can I, actually continue to hear us talk about yeah, Arrow. Yeah, about random stuff. Or about um, or random stuff, not Arrow. But I'll still yeah, be here, Arrow. hopefully. So, I mean, like, like, look, yeah, just to preview what, we've, what we'll have – in february we will review birds of prey uh i will have a lot to say about sonic the hedgehog the movie Mm -hmm. um the clone wars is coming back we'll talk about that even though we've got a podcast dedicated to that um and uh and and we're gonna have our our final well no we're not gonna do our final ranking of rise of skywalker until the blu-ray comes out which i think is in march that's the rumors but we're going to have a conversation about Rise of Skywalker for sure, which we haven't done yet on Thunderquack. So Amanda and I have talked a little bit privately about Rise of Skywalker, but we need to have like a podcast conversation. Podcast um, because is it, does it even count as a conversation if it's not recorded, Mike? I don't know. It, our life is it doesn't. Our no, life has it's, devolved. It's certainly not. We can't monetize it. <laughs> so uh, I don't even have anything to say to you if it's not recorded. We had a whole conversation about Twitter before we even start recording. And I looked over and I was like, why aren't we recording? How are we just having a conversation about your life right now? Because I wanted to be candid about that <laughs> I, I and know. not it's all good. Uh, on air. Um, yeah, we'll have our on air conversation about that where I will be very careful about what I say. <laughs> I, I, yeah, um, <laughs> that's a whole other thing. That'll be on Star Wars Faster and More Intense. But I. Uh, what was I saying? Thunderquack podcast. You yeah. If you like what you hear, which why wouldn't you? How could you not like this? Um, then you can support us in two ways. First, by going to store.thunderquack.com to pick out pick up some merchandise. Um, and uh, we got a lot of quiver stuff. I have not updated any of that merch in a long time. I need to do some new designs. But uh, it's a good t- it's a good time right now. Right at time. the end of the yeah. show, yeah. <laughs> updates. So. Um, there's a lot of people listening for the first time. Uh, oh, that's uh, the other way to support us is by going to Patreon.com/slash/Thunderquack and uh, kicking in with your monthly pledge of support and getting some cool rewards for that. I you might notice you probably won't notice if you're listening to this as soon as I post it, but you might notice soon that there are ads on this podcast. And if you want to listen to podcasts without ads, then Patreon's going to be the way to do that. Not all of the podcasts though. I shouldn't have mentioned that on Thunder on on Quiver cuz that's more of a Thunderquack thing. But that's why we're moving towards like an ad supported model. Um, and so uh, the Thunderquack podcast will have an opportunity for you guys to get that ad free. If it's worthwhile, if there's enough people that would go over, then we could do Quiver and other stuff as well. But yeah. I'd want to hear from everybody first whether or not they would yeah. care. Or like me with all of the podcasts that I listen to, you can just hit the skip 30 seconds button <laughs> and not listen to the ads. But uh, yeah, uh, patreon.com slash Thunderquack. Thank you to everybody who does support us over there. And, uh, and we'll be back next week for the final episode of arrow fade out stay sharp arrowheads
any other responses, though, to her? No. You're not the only one. Like, other people were like, you're wrong? Or, like, to that tweet? Y- yeah. To, to her tweet. Yeah. That the other responses to her I tweet. I can't have seen that. Oh, because yeah. Because I literally quote tweeted it, and I, then she blocked I me. will say, so. there's a lot of dudes commenting on her tweet. And the thing is, it's yeah. not as if they're wrong. But they're being assholes about it. Yeah... They're saying yeah. it in like a let me tell you how to enjoy Star Wars kind of way, which wasn't my, yeah. I don't know. But this just, there's, this is like an interesting thing. Someone who's um, salty as crate, which I love it. Yeah. Unfortunately, the way the movie treated Ben, it could also end up giving boys the impression that treating a woman with gentleness and compassion will cost them their lives and won't be appreciated. And then another woman responded to that and said it could have definitely been better written. So it's like it's it, a lot of people were talking to her about how yeah. she was... Honestly, I was coming at it from the perspective of two guys like me, J.J. Abrams and Chris Terrio, wrote that character in Rise of Skywalker, and I think that they did it from a very male perspective, and they didn't serve the female characters in that movie. Like, like my personal opinion on Rise of Skywalker is that it's not anti-feminist, but it isn't... It isn't empowering to go through two movies where Ray is discovering herself to tell her at the end of the story, actually, all of your power, it's not from you. It's from this white guy from the first movie. Right. right? Like it's like 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 everything that's special about you is actually, is actually Palpatine. So it's you're not special. Palpatine is special, right? You know what though? And that pisses me off. I don't like that. You know what makes me super happy? Is it made me double down on my love of the Last Jedi as the best Star Wars movie? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. honestly, I really like the Last Jedi. I mean, I'm not saying I don't like Rise of Skywalker, but there are things about it that I'm kind of like, you didn't have to undo all the things that Rise of Skywalker did. Yeah, it's 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 tricky territory, and we need to do our Rise of Skywalker episode. Yeah. We only have one more episode of Quiver after tonight, yeah, right. and then we can just podcast about whatever we want. What? So what are we even gonna do? Well, we're gonna do our Rise of Skywalker one. That'll be our first one. Yeah. And then I'm gonna make you watch Alita Battle Angel. Okay, yeah, I'm excited. And then we're gonna do a review on that because I want to tell everybody about how good that movie is. Yeah, the thing is, it's like John Carter. I wanted to respond. I wanted to respond to your tweet because your tweet showed up as my my phone sometimes gives me notifications about people that tweeted, and that was one of the things that it tweeted. And you're 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 asking why nobody watched it, and the first response that somebody gave back to you was, "Yeah, the trailer uh, looks terrible and she looks weird," and that was gonna be what I said. And then so when I went to go reply to you, I noticed like a lot of people were already engaging with you and i was like yeah. i don't have time to engage yeah, in this yeah, long yeah. conversation but what everybody was saying was exactly what it was the trailer looked weird and it was the trailers yeah. the trailers didn't do the movie justice yeah. and and so I, like the 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 visual effects weren't done mm-hmm. right yeah, so yeah. because the visual effects weren't done you end up with yeah. a trailer for a movie that looks like it's got bad visual yeah. effects but the finished movie granted i was watching it on my phone um, but I, I did just like today I bought the Blu-ray nice. because I want to be able to watch it on my TV and nice. I don't want it like, cause it's through Crave or whatever. So okay. it's like, eventually that won't be on Crave anymore. I want to be able to watch it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So you can watch it no, whenever. Watch it. Um, but yeah. The only thing I don't have, I think is Apple TV, 
which makes me mad because I want to watch them more. I I only have Apple TV because we bought iPhones when the when the 11 Pro came out. So when we bought them, we got a year of Apple TV (gasps) for free. No, because you have to watch it on your phone unless you have an Apple TV. Apple like. Everybody else plays nice, right? Yeah, it's like, just Apple that doesn't. Like the Fire TV, I can get almost everything, which is the Amazon, right? Yeah. I can get all, like, I can get Netflix, I can get Disney Plus, I can get all of the apps on the TV. Chromecast, I can use my phone to stream a bunch of stuff, yeah, a yeah. bunch of yeah, different yeah. apps yeah. to it, right? Yeah. It's just Basically Apple everything. Yeah. Apple TV, it's like, nope, you have to buy an Apple TV product, copyright, trademark, patent pending, patented, yeah. whatever, right? And to me, like that—that that is Apple's it's biggest. It's why I don't have. Mistake. It's why I hate that I love my Mac so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that why I refuse to get an iPhone. Like yeah. I just won't put any more into it than I already have. But like, so like the uh, the other side of that would be like iTunes. So all of my music is through iTunes, and yes, that means that I'm stuck in the Apple ecosystem. Unless I want to burn CDs, I can burn CDs. Yeah, that's right. Right, and if you do that, like you can you can you can share that music in that way you can share those files in that way um i mean you can't i i can go through my entire apple library and export the entire thing uh, without drm so that i could listen to it in a different player if i wanted to i actually really like spotify like i actually like use it a lot and i think it's it's why i have a google home mini yeah yeah, and it's because they were giving them away to people with with spotify accounts and it's totally like it's exactly what it should have done. Like it that promotion served its purpose. Yeah, yeah. Where I'm now a Google user and I love my yeah. Google Home. Well, I started. I I stopped when I uh, redeem um, digital copies. I used to just put them into iTunes because I mm-hmm. was like, well, I have an iPhone, I have a Mac, I have mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. word we have apple products but because then i can't watch them on the tv yeah. now i do them into google, google play, play because yeah. google play is agnostic it doesn't yeah. matter yeah yeah right and as long as you can get youtube on something yeah. you can watch the movies that you have in your google play yeah. account right yeah. um so yeah i wish that i could go back and, and transfer, transfer everything iTunes, else yeah. But a lot of the stuff is from before Google Play existed. So. I love, I just, I start, I have like a, my library of all my digitals are in my Google Play. And mm-hmm. every once in a while I like, and just last night, I'm so pleased. I got Crazy Rich Asians, the like um, Blu-ray DVD digital yeah. copy. And I was like, I'm going to watch the digital copy. And I like went to my, my like Google Play and I was like, why is it not here? And then I realized I hadn't actually downloaded it yet. Hmm. It said that it expired December 31st, 2019. But it still worked. And I was like, no. And yeah, it's totally yeah. still worked. And I was like, thank yeah, yeah. you. They yay. usually still work. Yeah, it's, yeah. What, that, those expiry dates are actually there um, as like they're, for, they're there for legal purposes of like they basically they have to honor it for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. But after that amount of time, they no longer have to honor it, which mm-hmm. means if they decide to shut down a service right, yeah, or okay, yeah. that product goes offline or whatever, yeah. then they're not – if they don't yeah. put that expiry date, then 10 years from now, if Google somehow yeah. goes Away, bankrupt yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, but you guys owe me a copy of this movie, yeah. right? But So yeah. that's why it's yeah. there. So most of the time, the codes never actually disappear. Because I've I've definitely gone in and redeemed stuff way after the fact, yeah. but um, okay, let's let's talk about actual podcast. Arrow. How do we do this? <laughs>